Hi, I'm Coco. Hi, I'm Hannah. And we, and we are, are the Social Girls. Or maybe not. Welcome back. So to officially get started, let's chat. What did you get up to on the weekend? We both went to Cork and Candles workshop. We did on Friday, on Friday night. night. Yes. That was really fun. My it candle kind of looks like a birthday party explosion, <laughs> which I really dig. Mine is like more of a, a flower garden party vibe. Okay. I think yeah. I went for that. Actually, now that I say that, we can uh, officially, how many days out? Because you have to wait a week until you can light your candles. So on Friday. On Friday. We can officially I'm, light them. Yeah, which I'm very excited for. And I went to the Fringe Saturday night. I went and saw a show called um, Rouge and highly recommend. I've, I have not laughed like that in a very long time. There was a little bit of everything, a bit of comedy. There was a bit of dance, acro. So there was this chick who probably would have been, I was going to say like your height, but no one knows your height. <laughs> she was small, okay? And she was very petite um, and she literally held a man on her shoulders. Like a muscly, like I was like a grown man. I feel this, like I, I could do that. This is how strong. <laughs> <laughs> this is how strong she was, and that yeah, there was like a bit of like nudity as well. Like it was like a little bit of everything. It was great. I highly recommend you should go see it. I'm very bad with the Fringe, so I don't know where you are listening to this. When essay the Fringe is meant to be like our most like festival season, like everyone the one type of Adelaide's cool. Yeah, you had to like go out, people. Before COVID, you used to fly in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very... It's seen place. Yeah. And I, I actively avoid it like the plague. <laughs> well, you shouldn't this year. You should go see... And I'm going to another one, um, Blanc de Blanc, in a few weeks, which I'm excited for, which I think is a bit of a burlesque vibe. But I think you should just... I think you should just, just do, do it. it. Buy a ticket. Just go by yourself, honestly. Just go do it. I'll come with, actually. <laughs> then you don't have to go by yourself. Plus, I want to see it again. Okay. That one sounds fun. I mean, it had a bit of everything, right? (laughs) It had a little bit of everything, yeah. So today's episode, we want to have a chat about how to privately fail. I think to begin with, when you think of failure, like what do you think of? If you were to give like a description of failure, what's that mean to you? Like the feeling, I suppose, it's, failure to me is more of a feeling, less of a public scene thing. Yeah. Because I try really not to publicly fail. Agreed. Um, it's more like you kind of your heart sinks. Yeah. And like your head hurts. Yes. <laughs> and you just think your whole world's gonna fall apart. I think for me, like a simple way, a very simple way to describe it would be doing something wrong, being unsuccessful in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like doing, it could be the smallest of things, doing something and it having not even a negative outcome. I wouldn't even say that that is a failure because sometimes you do things and it has a negative outcome and I don't really say that that's a failure. I think if you do something wrong, you mess up. Like I think to me that is kind of how I would would describe failure. Definitely. And especially when it's with clients so missing a deadline yeah is a failure or getting the dimensions wrong on an advert is a failure. yeah like stuff like that I think it's funny too because sometimes maybe they're the ones as well that it's really not life or death threatening at all like if you miss no. a deadline with a client you know 
I know it is a failure that you miss the deadline, but it could just, you know, just send it in the morning. You know what I mean? Which sounds, I, but I get it in the moment and I would hate to do it. But yeah. from a bigger scheme and sitting back from a wider perspective, it's like, okay, just do it in the morning, <laughs> you know? So a good example of that is recently I've been working with a client do a bunch of report type stuff. So that design mm-hmm. for report work so they can go out to the public and we have both communicated different deadlines and then we got those wires crossed. Yeah. So I fully believed it was one day and the client fully believed it was another. Yeah. So to the point that in both of our separate diaries, we'd put in these different dates. And so that was just, I mean, they were like three days apart. It's not the biggest deal in the world. No, it's not. But it feels like your whole world ending. Because at, at the moment, being, you're just like, stop, I can't function. I need to do this. Yeah. I'm like three days late. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, yeah, to me, I would consider that as a failure yeah. of, of myself though. And I think that that is of what like we're sort of talking about privately failing. I think that to me is sort of a a private failure in that sense because mm. it's only really you and, and the client that sort of knew about it. Yeah. But, you know, you would have been so incredibly hard on yourself in that moment because you missed a deadline that it was really just a miscommunication. Yeah. But again sit here in a couple months time and look back on it and you're probably like oh my god yeah. that was it's, like i mean it's already forgotten because it's yeah. already gone public exactly it it's, all, it's all done and dusted <laughs> i'm trying to think just like my own failures i think it's maybe i mean if we're going to talk work related i would say similar to you probably either what when it has to do with miscommunication with another person or maybe just posting something and there was a spelling error and it's just like oh how sort of unprofessional that that happened or that sort of thing so when you fail you kind of feel like the biggest loser ever 100%. some fun facts to show you that you're not michael jordan <laughs> best basketballer ever arguably depending who you're talking to so true yeah um he was cut from his high school basketball team mm-hmm Yes. Steven Spielberg, the director of Jurassic Park, E.T., Indiana Jones, and so many more, was rejected from film school three times. Yeah. And I think there, to me, that is like a really good example as well of a private failure because they weren't really a known thing when they were in that moment. Like when Michael Jordan was in high school, he wasn't the Michael Jordan that we know right now. Yeah. Same with um, Steven Spielberg, like, we know him from his movies now, but in that moment when he was getting rejected from film school, imagine how he would have been feeling. That would have been a huge failure within himself that he would have just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's such a testament to them that they are now Michael Jordan, Steven Spielberg. A hundred percent. And they went through these, these things. Yeah. You saw, you, I think it's just known to humans. You, you've got to mess up, make mistakes. Um, or try something and not get it right the first time. You know For what I mean? Sure. Like in the example of Michael Jordan, he probably went home and trained three times as hard. Definitely. Which made him the basketballer that he is today. I mean, not today, maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years ago. I know he still plays. Uh-huh. Talking about his peak. <laughs> so that's an interesting point as well. Michael Jordan in that situation, and I'm sure we've all been in this situation before as well. When, like, when would you say you keep trying 
and take your failure as turn around and let's like try again or when would you take it as okay maybe this isn't for me how did like I think it all depends on your passion for that thing yeah like if you're super passionate about it and you fully believe that that is your path or that is what you're meant to do Mm -hmm. then you keep trying if it's something you're not that passionate about and you're just doing it because yeah like that's the key yeah like if you have that like motivation to keep trying then something you should be doing yes so maybe in like a work perspective if you're at work and you maybe are continuing to fail within yourself whether it be you know it doesn't have to maybe be the work that you're producing but maybe you're just not really being able to focus at work and you're feeling that that's a bit of a failure and you're just not really giving 110% performance like maybe that is also a good indication that all of these failures sort of building up is an appropriate time to sit back and go okay I need to I need to adjust something here and also it's probably a reason to look at why are you there yes like is it like are you meant to be there is that is this the career path you're meant to be on um why do you keep not giving that 110 percent yeah because you don't probably because you don't believe in what you're doing yeah Because, yeah, I mean, there's definitely days, I think, and every single person could relate to this. There's days where I'm, like, you know, at, like, an 80% level and for whatever reason, like, I'm still 100% committed to work and what I'm doing, but I'm just at an 80% level today. And then there's other days where I get about a million jobs done because I'm like, yes, let's do this, let's do that. I think everyone's like that. Everyone has their ups and downs and... I mean, I think today, just from this little chat, we both have definitely had little failures, some bigger than others. It just depends on the situation. But when you look back now, you can't help but probably just laugh at yourself for two seconds that it impacted you that much in that particular moment. And I think you learn from it too. So even with, you know, your situation, maybe, you know, in the future for someone you know booking a confirmed date or a deadline with someone maybe just send a double check email yeah which you email this is the date and if it's wrong they'll tell you (laughs) yeah which you wouldn't even think to do with because you just presumed in that moment we're setting this date you've got your date i've got their date yeah you just didn't know that (laughs) your dates were different dates yeah you know, and just like, yeah, maybe just also not being so hard on yourself too when, when those sorts of things happen. Yeah, I also believe that failure is 100% an opportunity to learn. Definitely. And that everything sort of happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to have no regrets. So even if you fail, learn from them. Like you Definitely. failed for a reason. Yeah. Like what is the reason? Is it, to, is it to work harder? Is it to change directions? Is yeah. it like to go back and look at it? For example, of this date, we learnt to send follow-up emails. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Always send a follow-up email. If that's the only thing we could take away from today's podcast, is <laughs> send a follow-up email. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope you got a little bit to take away about how to learn from your failures and how to, I suppose, succeed from them. If you want to know more about what we're doing or have any input to put into our podcast, go check us out at the Social Girls on Instagram at Social Girls Podcast and let us know what you want to hear. Bye for now.